welcome to Pack Rip Media presents NFT. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Going to be joined by Yasmin. Her Twitter handle is the Art of Yasmin, and her project Elfin is going to drop on the 27th of September. I mean, I guess that in itself doesn't sound like really interesting news until you realize that this young artist is 12 and she's already on her second collection. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of conversation around should young people, you know, uh, make NFTs and profit from them. Um, I certainly think that is a powerful image and powerful message for everyone to know that they don't have to wait to being an adult to create and that there can be an actual, real, authentic audience for their work. Uh, we tell people all the time, young people in particular, uh, that they can do anything. And I think this is a good example that they actually can. So I'm really excited to have Yasmin on. We're going to talk about her project. We're going to talk about her creative passion. We're going to talk about how her classmates have responded to the fact that she's doing such amazing work. Um, and yeah. That's it. So let's jump into it. Here we go with Yasmin. Joining me on the MyMoment.com guest line is Yasmin. On Twitter, she is the art of Yasmin, and she has a really exciting new project that's going to be launching on her birthday, which is the 27th of September. Yasmin, welcome to NF Teach. Thank you for inviting me to the NFT podcast. Of course, it's my pleasure to have you. Listen, <laughs> before we jump into the project itself and how you got into NFTs, um, you know, there there is some sentiment online that kids are too young to make NFTs, that you're too young to make NFTs and you, you know, you should wait until you're older because, you know, parents shouldn't be forcing you to do this. And I just want to start off in this episode by giving you a sort of a space to sort of address that and talk about sort of, you know, your feeling about making NFTs and what it's done for you. Um, I think kids are allowed to do it because, you know, that helps them to the further future that can build them a career. But I agree with some bits, maybe like, you know, there should be parent guidance, you know, to kind of assist the child to can know with any help. But apart from that, I think it's an opportunity for kids and adults in general to help them, you know, like with life and get to the things they want to reach to. Um, NFTs were a great way for me to get into the world and show my art. Like I'm, I always dreamed of becoming an artist and now my dream is coming true because NFTs made uh, my life as an artist, you know, like more up-leveled. I can share with more people. The community is big, so that's more uh, kind of eyeballs on me. And I was and that bit like really made me happy because people noticed me. And, like with traditional art, you know, people wouldn't really notice you as much. But NFT, because the community is bigger, they notice you more. And that made me very happy because my art was noticed and was valued by people. And I don't think people view your art as kid art. I think they view it as art, which is sort of my my stance on why it's so important that young people are creating and making through NFTs. And and let's jump into your first project, which was uh, NFT cups. I was the NFT cup holder, but I would list them and people would buy them from me. So now I'm not an NFT cup holder because they started going crazy on secondary market. Uh, what was the inspiration for that project in particular? NFT cups was a kind of a random idea that I kind of caught onto. Like I just, like, you know, the Alice in the Wonderland was kind of inspired also. Like the teacups with the faces that talk, you know, they're magical. And like that kind of brought me in more because, you know, I could draw all kinds of things with it, like different faces, different cup shapes, you know, mugs, uh, teapots. There's like a variation of each, you know, like each 100 was different. None of them were the same. Like they all had different techniques, different brushes, different structures, even of it, you know, 
different color palettes. And that was really enjoyable because I learned new art styles, found new colors to play with, new brushes that I could explore with and draw new things with. So I learned a lot from that project. And what did you learn about making a collection, just the process of making a hundred in itself? So it was very time consuming because you had to use a lot of things like the art, you know, the cart, the art palettes, the brushes, the inspiration for it. So I had to draw like a mind map, you know, with what I would do. I would do that usually. So the teacups, it looked more funner because I could just start drawing and see where it kind of leads me to. Somewhere like that. Some were inspired, some were prepped, you know, before. And just some I enjoy doing, like the Shakespeare one, because I love Shakespeare. I love the airbrush pen, so I drew together, and that's my favorite cup. The teapots I enjoyed because they were different, like shaped. They were not like a face, they were more like a pot, and that was kind of hard and challenging, but that's what made me learn a lot from it. Did you always have 100 as the sort of the final count for that collection, or were you, you know, how far along, when you started, did you know it was gonna be 100, or did you not? were you not sure of how big the collection was gonna be at that point? I always dreamed for 100 because like, in my opinion, like you know, the royalty says like 100 teacups. So to me, it's like kind of the royalty cups also. So I thought 100 was a good number. And also that was that meant that I learned 100 new techniques, explored new brushes. So that's what was the best part of it. Got it. Now, you finish NFT cups. And right. wh what's the thought process between your new project, Elvin, and and NFT cups, like how does that go from I'm going to make a hundred to now a large collection generate or, you know, randomly programmed ERC 721. What, what's the process that takes you from point A to point B? So teacups was much different because I just draw one individually and they're not the same, you know, they don't have the same things, but a generative project is I have to build different traits. Like I have hairs, I have ears, I have bodies, you know, and different color variations of each. That took more time and that took more processing and I had to you know, check if everything clashes or everything goes well together. So it was different because, you know, all these parts coming in, having to recheck everything, see if it works, doesn't clash and, you know, just looks aesthetically pleasing. So that was the. Which, which creative process did you enjoy more, making the 100 teacups or making the large collection for Elvin? I enjoyed both, but I mostly liked Elvin because I could draw more hairs. You know, there's no limited number of cups or, I don't know, traits I could make. It was, like, unlimited, you know. So as far as my imagination went, I could have drawn as much as I wanted. So that was cool. fun and that was exciting to draw new hairstyles, new outfits. I enjoyed outfits a lot because there was, like, so much fashion in the world. And I love fashion. Like, I watch magazines, I watch the Magalas. That kind of stuff. And I took inspiration from these in the colors and what, you know, what I like. So some modern clothes, some medieval clothes, and you know, that everything like mixed them together. Talk to us about your new project and, you know, describe it for someone who's maybe not in the Discord or hasn't heard anything online about it. How would you describe it to someone who's just learning about it? Elven is a project about female elf characters that I've been drawing for three years. Uh, I love elves because their ears and their traits. Um, it's 6,000 pieces for 0 0.025 ETH and it's dropping on 27th of September, which is my birthday. It's pretty exciting. Uh, you've been drawing these characters for three years. 
what made you think that this was the sort of collection, the large scale collection that you wanted to do? Why were these? Because I'm sure you've been drawing a lot of things for a long time. So what was it about the, the elves in particular, the female elf characters that you wanted to stick with for this? I just love elves because, you know, their magic kind of surrounding and their looks. I'm just very passionate about them. Like, I would like to cosplay them, you know, just draw them with anything at all. Like in, the, in cafes, if I have leftover ketchup, I would draw elves with it. Like anything, like any media, like paint, I don't know, digital. I would just draw with anything that I find. Elves was the first thing to draw in my mind. Like, you know, apart from flowers and stuff like those, elf was the number one. So, you know, it's a good thing to do a project that you're passionate about because, you know, you enjoy it more and you feel like you're more in it and you're more passionate about it. So that's what makes Elven special to me. So if everything goes perfectly with this launch, what does that mean to you? Like when you think about it, going really, really well, what do you sort of imagine as the the process for that? The traits like must be aligned together and don't clash. Like I have I had to use a template so everything lines up. So nothing's like in between together, you know, like the tails look where like clashing the head. So I have to remove some traits so they don't make the image too messy. And like you know when something's too messy, people, you know, like it hurts your eyes to me. Like it just doesn't make sense. So I had to change things so everything works together. Everything is not clashing and just is straight. It's it's very stressful, I would imagine, because no one's going to care that you're 12 when you put this product. They're not like people are going to be paying good money to purchase these. And they're going to expect that they are as clean in terms of the art as every other project that's dropped. And when this community sees art where the the ears aren't lined up or the hair is off, they, they rip it online. So I'm sure it's been pretty stressful in getting these final images together and making sure that you've, I mean, you vet them and that they look good and that they look right. Um, how stressful has this process been for you? And has it been more stressful than enjoyable, more enjoyable than stressful or equal, equal for you? I think it's more enjoyable because I learned new things, made new friends in the community, but it wasn't, really stressful. Um, I just maybe some art traits were hard and challenging to draw. That's the only bit that challenged me the most. Also maybe adding more traits when there aren't enough to like a, I don't know, the specific due date was a bit challenging. But most of all, I enjoyed it because I you know it's something I like to draw. So anyway, I enjoyed it, what I was doing. That's great. What's it been like at school? Like do your classmates know that you're, you know, you're doing this and you're having this level of success. And if, if so, what's that like? And if not, you know, what's that like also? Um, I told my peers about my NFT projects and what NFTs are. They were like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. They were like, you made that much money. Cause I, whenever I talk about it, like, I don't mention money cause that's not the most part, important part for me. For me, the arts is more important, but like, so like my friends talk about that, they're like, a bit more about the money, I guess, but not the money, yeah. but still. But they saw my art, they were like, you draw that, like, oh my God. And that made me happy because, you know, people appreciate my art. They see me as an artist, not just a kid doodling, you know. That's what makes me happy from in real life and in the community. And what about teachers? Has your, like, adults in your school caught on uh, to the fact yeah. that you do this? And what's been their reaction? Some teachers know about it. My former tutor knows about it. Um, they were all impressed by me. They were, like saying that my art is amazing as well. And they were like very proud of me, like, you know, uh, reaching such 
success at an age and they were like very happy to me you know like like keep going like don't stop you know that made me happy as well you know because they're supporting me and they're trying to help me as much as they can okay now yasmin i have to ask this question your your product your project's about to drop so then the elves have been released into the wild they're out what what is kind of cooking around in your head as a potential next project for you after this one um, whether it's a, a full, you know, massive, large collection or just your next set of a hundred, you know, sort of a short form collection. Is there something that you like creatively you're dying to get out after this gets done, um, that you're really, really excited about? I honestly don't know because we don't know what I'll be like, I don't know, in a year, maybe a couple of months because the future changes and I will change with it. You know, like we all evolve into a different person, I think every year. So I might have new interests that I might make an nft project based off you know but i really want to do something based around gothic style or maybe medieval because i enjoy history and medieval like the tutors i enjoy gothic like style like the black and white like i might do something based around them but i'm not sure let's see where future takes me yeah I, I, i'm just trying to get some good alpha out there I'm trying to just get the the exclusive so that i can post it mm-hmm. on my my uh podcast and everyone will know about the next great yasmin uh project okay now Maybe there's a parent who's listening to this and maybe they have their kids in the car and they're driving, right? What would you say to kids directly about creating the power of creating being young and and sort of, you know, this idea of why wait? Because here you are at 12, about to be 13, and you're making your art and your art's being well received where, you know, others might say you need to wait to be an adult to do this. What would you say to kids who maybe are intimidated or scared or have fear around creating? They don't think what they're doing is good enough. What would be your advice to them? I would say keep doing what you're doing because if people like you know try and bring you down, then you will stop and you won't reach your goal when you're like this close to it. But like, if you keep going and ignoring them, you know, being respectful to them still, you will reach your goal at some point, you know. If you work hard for it, if you are determined to reach it, you will reach it because you're working hard for it and like the universe kind of will you know respect you for that, you know. So you will reach what you're trying to reach. So no matter what somebody says, just keep going. Awesome. Who are your favorite artists in the space right now? Who are the artists that inspire you or you love their aesthetic or you love what they're creating? I love Spiri Dono. His cats are awesome. Like his art styles look very unique. And like it's kind of horror based and I love horror movies. <laughs> I like gothic horror kind of vibes. And his art just like, it's always like so pleasing to look at, you know, like, Okay, the small details, the animation is just awesome, you know? Like, his art style is, like, on the top level. And I really look up to him. And to be like is, that a bi- is that part of your inspiration, why you think maybe more of a gothic style might be something that you want to do in your next project? Mm, not sure. Maybe it is. Because, you know, when you look some- up to someone or look at something that you like, they're kind of inspired to something to keep going. So I think that's maybe part of the reason, but I'm not sure. Still trying to find out. Anyone else you want to shout out that you really appreciate their art or some someone that sticks out in your mind of someone that you, you know, really enjoy uh, seeing what they produce? Um, all my 12 collaborators, because they've been amazing to me. Can I've you talk about some of those, the collaborative artists that you have in this project? Yeah. So I've done some with Azwang. I look up to his art because it's like anime and I love anime style. And just his art style is like, so unique like you know even the drawing itself and the details on it is just amazing techno veins her art is amazing again art style on the top level 
Bellu, her art to the senior girl, and I look up to her because her art is like not like everything else. You know, every artist has their own kind of a special thing about them. And just her art is like always heartwarming to me. You know, like it's always like so pretty and like always unique to me. I love about artists that because you know they all have their own art styles, their own techniques that make it noticeable and just make it come out in the community. So what are some of the launch milestones that you have, you know, uh, in terms of once X many get sold, you know, some of the things on your roadmap and the different aspects of this project that people may find interesting? So we have a journey that's in my Discord. It's in the journey channel. So we have a 10% sold. I'll, I'll select holders that'll be airdropped a free Elven. Same for the 30%, 50, 70, and 90. It'll be applied to all of them. And then 20, 40%, 60, 80, and 100, I will uh, make a custom Elven for them. It's very, very, very cool. Um, can you talk through how many are being minted in total, what the mint cost is, and when the, the uh, drop is happening, just for people before we wrap up here? So it's 6,000 pieces for 0.025 E. It's dropping on 27th of September. That's in three days. And that's my birthday. So that's this project is very special for me. It's my first generative project. It's also on my birthday. And it makes me more excited for it, you know, because it's happening on the same day as my birthday. And that just makes it unique and special for me. People are supposed to give you gifts on your birthday and you're giving the NFT community a gift instead. Yasmin, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. I'm inspired by your creativity and I'm really, I've been proud to, uh, you know, I can claim sort of day one support status for you in the space because I, I bought, I think maybe the second NFT cup that was ever sold. So um, I'm going to say that I'm an OG in terms of supporting Yasmin, but I'm really, really excited for you. And I'm sure the NFT community is going to be really excited about the art they get. I will be definitely minting more than one. And I'm just, uh, I'm very excited for you to have this experience. And I hope it's everything that you hope it to be. You've put in the work and you deserve all the success in the world. Oh, thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure to be here and invited to your podcast. We'll do another one post drop and talk about how it went and what you learned and kind of how that whole experience was. Okay, Yasmin, thank you so much for joining and we'll be supporting on September 27th with this drop. Thank you. I want to thank Yasmin for joining me on this episode of NFTeach. Uh, we have some great episodes coming your way this week. I'm going to be joined by JJ Lane of Tools of Rock. We're going to catch up on what life was like post-drop and sort of the, the things that he learned from the drop process. Um, looking forward to that. And then also going to be joined by Rob PT 45 to talk loot box laws. You can remember his earlier episode, which was super dope about KYC and AML. As always, we're going to have some great stuff coming your way. But for now, it's Dr. Jeremy saying... Take care of yourselves and each other. I'll talk to you soon.